This week on Queer, we talk about everything inner demons. Yeah, that's right. All of the little secrets you're hiding in your closet. From sex, to porn, to childhood, to drugs and alcohol. Listen and enjoy. Hello and welcome back. It is just two sweet little brown boys. Black boys? Brown boys. We're like in the middle. We're like colored. <laughs> two Great colored boys. two colored men talking on the thing. The uncomfortable truth of mixed boys. <laughs> Welcome back to Weir. Thanks so much for coming and visiting. We're so sorry we've been gone for a little while. But, you know, the stay-at-home order was happening. We were trying to figure out how to do things distantly. Now I'm double vaccinated. And we got freaking Jamal with one vax. So we're in the same room. I wonder if J-Ho has any. Touching tips. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. But he's like a Mexican. He should be allowed. Is, he's not Mexican. I don't know what he is. I think he's like Colombian. I think he, I for sure not Mexican. He's not Mexican. No. He's Mexican in my mind. Yeah. Well, that's your that's, that's your own problem with Selena. racism. Um, so what have you been doing for this past like whole entire month that we've been gone? So well, we're in what now? May? So May. it's been a little bit more than a month because we haven't recorded since I moved. Oh shit. So, so first off I moved. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. Your new you. place looks great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, here I am. Um, what have I been doing? Just working, um, working, dating, dating, dating. You've been going on dates, I'm not dates going on dates. Like just fucking. A little bit of that too. Right. Um, there's you can't go on dates right now. It's I guess it's like grinder. Like you have a new place of grinder now, so you're just like having like a lot of. Yeah, fun. but there's no one popping in this area. So oh, like, really? it's one of those situations where like, if I want to like find attractive people nearby, I have yeah. to keep changing my photo. So, <laughs> so yeah, so they can message me because yeah. like everyone nearby is just like blah or like. Or you already fucked up. Or just people I wouldn't fuck. Right. Uh-huh. So yeah, so then there's that. So like I'll go on like, di- not go on dates, but I'll either go to someone's house or they'll come to my house and we'll hang out, make yeah. it a little bit of a date. Um, so let me let, can I just tell you about a situation that yes, I went through? Please, so, please, please, please. So this really gorgeous boy, um, I went to his house. This was about like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Um, I, I had the crush, a crush on him for like, not like about a year or so. Like I seen him on like Tinder, blah, blah, blah. Um, finally, we started to have conversation beforehand. He used to always just like, he would talk here and there, but he would blow me off, kind of thing, right? Uh, in which, in which regard, blow you off, like, like leave, not, not, yeah, not like suck leave. You off. Okay, I, I like, wish he would blow me. Like, off. would not, would not come and meet you up with you. I wish, okay. I wish, even, even, even during our date, I'm like, I should have at least got a blowjob. But anyway, so I met him. He's like super. What's a good word I can use for it? Super posh, kind of like mixed race gay boy oh yeah um as we were talking i noticed like there's obviously that difference i grew up in the hood i yeah. faced struggles all that kind of stuff so we had we've obviously had that that those differences there which is fine right right um and then i remember at one point i had asked him a question about like we we're talking about where he lives versus where i live how much he pays for rent how much i pay for rent and he told me his rent and it was like fucking like three grand for like a bedroom and i was or even more than that and i was Gross. like this better be a penthouse right and then like nothing happened from that and then like when i met him i go to his place and he gives me the floor and it's the fucking penthouse and i was like oh that's why he didn't want to tell me it's a penthouse so i'm like here we go i go into his house and it's like stunning and i'm like oh here we go like immediately like i started to judge i'm like please don't tell me this is one of those black boys that have never faced a struggle and that are semi-entitled like please don't let me walk into that because i i wouldn't react well right um so you can tell we're both attracted to each other everything's going well things like that and somehow the conversation came up about frank ocean 
Oh, I love Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean could do anything to me. But so do I. And then he goes how he starts talking about how um, Frank Ocean's a piece of shit because he had a platform to to come out and inspire many young gays and things like that and did nothing but retreat bracket back into the closet. And then, mind you, you know I love to debate. Yeah. So Oh, yeah. So I've, I've been on this podcast for about a year now. Yeah. So now I start questioning him. I'm like, what do you mean by like? he's a piece of shit because he didn't he didn't like support his his people right and for me i'm i'm, I'm almost just shocked and i didn't come at him aggressive or anything i'm just kind of like trying to pick his brain right, right. i'm shocked because i'm like as a gay man what do you mean by that right um and then he was like give like look at lo nas x as an example and i'm like what do you mean like how, how do you compare the two right and i'm like you realize that like as a minority as as someone of the fucking community you should be praising this guy for even coming out of the closet whether or not he retreated back to the closet who are you to determine what's right yeah. or what's wrong from his story Fuck this guy right so then that conversation just kept going and he was like i'll oh, look at lonas x he's 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 challenging all the haters and i'm like well yeah because it's fucking 2021 and it's so easy to fucking self-identify as whatever the fuck you want yeah whereas frank ocean came out and faced hate from the community at large the world at large yeah but i'm like at the bottom line is who are you to judge this man, I'm like, you should be supporting this man that he even tried to come out, right? Now, and all that said to me was like, I'm like, oh, you don't know what it what it's like to have to go through something. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah, and and you like listen to some of Frank Ocean's songs too that they like talk like him and Tyler like they like slept on couches together, like they like shared all these places, like their whole lives have been like very, very, very uh different in that in that mm -hmm. regard. And then also like. He's a person that has so much anxiety that he can't like he can't even perform really. <laughs> so like it's like it's different between being like like we can all be like like even this podcast for example mm -hmm. we can be like the advocates for the world where we like tell everybody that like change starts with you right but like we're just people that are having some dope ass conversations right and like in that maybe that might change somebody's perspective but right. it's not going to change everybody that's not my goal my goal is just to be a person if it makes frank ocean more comfortable to fuck me and he's and he's uh and he's dl like i'm cool with frank ocean i'm cool with that i'm super cool if you need that <laughs> you need a dl guy here, i here. will i will be a dl girl guy them anything for you i'm just like who are you like 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 anyways so that was like my one horror story but Anyway, so back to your question. Like, I've just been living life, trying to work, do what I can do, blah, blah, blah. What that. about you? Um, what have I been doing? I've been working so much. I've been doing a lot of, like, theater stuff. Like, so much theater stuff, which has been so cool. All online stuff. I'm teaching at a school right now, which makes... <laughs> I'm, like, on here, I'm, like, talking about how many poppers I'm doing. And then I'm, like, teaching 20-year-olds, like, how to make art. I just love that. Like, um, uh, queer kids? Uh, no, they're like, I'll go to one college. So okay, some of them cool. are probably gay, but it's a, it's a musical theater program. So nice, they're nice. probably pretty gay. Um, <laughs> but I've been doing that and then I'm going to PEI. I've got double vaccinated. Um, I've watched the little NOS video Montessero probably 7,000 hundred times. <laughs> um, and all I want is that to be my dream. I've been doing a lot of drag and burlesque stuff online too, which has been fun. Follow It's Rose Parks if you haven't already. Did you make an Instagram? I did. Yeah, it's It's Rose Parks. I'll follow you. Thank you. Because she may be at the back of the bus, but she's sitting at the front of the drag in Toronto. I feel it. Eh, eh, I didn't know you made eh, an Instagram. Eh. Yeah, I just did. Um, but yeah, so I just finished making a video that's so weird and I've had so much fun. Um, who have I had sex with recently? Oh, uh, I, are you going to name drop? I'm no, no, so no. down for it. <laughs> just <laughs> so, like, this is their name. This is their name. This, this is their Instagram, Instagram handle. Yeah. Follow Maybe, them. Yeah, no. Um, oh, I had, I had sex with this one guy who's like, he's kind of, 
he's not that cute. He's bald and like 35, but he dicks down good for a bottom. Like he's like, he was like, I'm usually a bottom. But then I, and I topped him at one point. I was so proud of myself. I was like, look at me. And, but you just knew he was like one of those registered bottoms that was like, I was like, okay, doing the hand thing, doing the fingering thing. Then he's like, you can put four fingers in my ass. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. That was, I mean, this is, it's been two minutes and you're already ready for that. Good for you. Um, so I love that learning a lot about that 35 year olds can still, still do it, still do exactly (laughs) what they want. So I'm not too worried about being 35 anymore. Um, yeah. And I've just been like doing, uh, poppers in my room and drinking and, uh, taking naps. Like that's about it. Like it's, it hasn't been anything, hasn't been anything crazy. My, I just can't believe my roommate got COVID. Um, yes. It was so annoying. So what went through your mind? Because like, so hold on, explain that to me. So as a double vaxxed person, yeah. how did they tell you that you still need to isolate? Uh, I went and I went to go get tested. And then when I went to go get tested, they were like, it was negative, but they were like, you still have to be, you still have to be under quarantine for this many amount of days. And it was like 14 days. And then I was like, that's so annoying because I'm double vaxxed and like we're wearing masks around the house. Also wearing masks in your own home is the most annoying fucking thing. And I didn't think it would be that annoying. Except that like when you're cooking and you're like, I want to taste my fucking food and you can't, it's like, I might as well just have COVID because I can't fucking taste my food. So anyway, she like brought in her TV in her room and we just kept her in her room forever. And we had like, it was fine. It was fine. But we only, we actually only isolated for nine days because she works in film and TV. Mm -hmm. And on the eighth day, they made her go back to work. So, (laughs) so they're like, you have eight days. That's it. You're back to work. Yeah. So, wow. so in all reality, the the film industry they have the money to be able to just be like, "Kate, you're done self isolating, right?" They're like, "That's wow. enough." So, yeah, it was good though. Overall, overall, I would not fucking complain. I mean, it's it's good to have that chance to like stay home. Do you know what I mean like? Oh I, my god! The entire time, like I was working. I was like, there was so many times where I'm like, you know what? I want to just come in contact with someone so I can fucking isolate for two yeah. weeks and just relax. It's like, it's a mini vacation, but I would love to be on a resort, but right. I'll take the vacation. And I, but I work from home, right? So I'm like oh. always in my fucking room anyway. Yeah. So I'm just like sitting in my room on my computer doing, like I still have to work, right? right. I don't even have time off work. I'm still like doing my fucking job. Well, at least you're still making money though. So yeah. you can isolate. I'm a rich lose. bitch. Yeah. Rich bitch making money. That's I can't believe I looked at my bank account the other day and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I, I'm not trailer park poor anymore. Like I'm not rich. By any means, but I'm not trailer park. I'm waiting anymore. for you to start knowing me back. Yeah, I know I should. Which I They're making even, money. I know, but I just feel like like I do I post some photos of my butt on t- on Twitter now. So but, you might as well fucking post like nudes or yeah. or even like those pictures, like you might as well sell them. Like people pay for anything, foot pictures and shit. So why there's not? this guy that I fo- I've only followed one guy on OnlyFans now. Oh, you actually pay for it? Yeah, I paid one guy. He's this ginger guy, he's straight, he's British, he is so hot. He's just like the hottest How bearded much man. Pay? It was like the first month was like five dollars. So I was like, okay. whatever. But he does these voice recordings of him just being like, oh, yeah, fuck you what want daddy's fuck? cock. You want it sliding down your throat, blah, blah, blah. And every time I'm like, oh, my God, this is so hot. Like, this is the hottest thing. I was like, why am I not? Why have I not thought of this? Maybe I'll just become like a just like an audio person. I'm like, hey, yeah, I would hey, have done it a long time ago if I didn't have like all these distinctive tattoos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know that's me, too. I have I have a bunch of distinctive. But tattoos. you don't work for the government. Yeah, you're right. But I do sometimes work with children. That's, I don't know yeah, if I can yeah, work, yeah, be a yeah, sex yeah, worker yeah. And, be, and and work with children. That's unfortunate because we could be millionaires right We now. could. Like this, this could, we could be in the penthouse of that person and not be problematic and awful. Maybe he does all the time. <sighs> I just, I just know that people are making millions. But oh, on that note. So like I was, I was actually disappointed that he and I, so that conversation with Frank Ocean yeah. actually got into an argument 
um, as many times as we tried to end the conversation. And it wasn't even about Frank Ocean at that point. It was more so just about like his entitlement mm-hmm. versus like me just judging him for his entitlement. And like, you know, when you're just so disappointed in a person where it's like you don't even argue you're kind of just yeah, like, like you mm. should just fuck off and die yeah yeah that's what it was and then um we we kissed at one point and all i can all, all i can remember thinking was this is unfortunate because his kisses were like magical Ugh. i was like this could have been so good it's because it's all of the it's all of the fucking privilege he's had in his yeah. life it just made it so easy Anyway, let's talk about this week's topic, which we thought would be uh, finding your inner, inner demons and facing them front on as if you are having sex with your partner. Do you know what I mean? Because like with the first time you have sex with a stranger, you're like doggy style sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this is like we're facing it straight on, legs over our heads, mm-hmm. dick inside, eye to eye, looking at our demons in this episode. Yeah, and I, like, I think it's very important that we do this, mainly because, and it's just dawning on me now, that like, a lot of us are actually facing our demons at this point in time mm-hmm. because we're a year into COVID. Um, we don't have the luxury of like many states in America where we can still go about our daily lives, still work out, things like that. Like we're, at least in Ontario, we're in complete lockdown. Yeah. So like we're forced to sit here and analyze ourselves and deal with our fucking, our worst selves. Yeah. Right. So it's like, if you didn't know your demons then, you know them now. Right. So. Yeah. And it's even so simple as like the very first demon I think I found like during COVID was that like I love going out, like mm-hmm. going out, going clubbing, partying, making out with random strangers, living my life, buying eight dollar fucking gin and tonics, doing all this kind of stuff. So stoked. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, my God, Jay, like that's the only way you were um, you were not even happy, like building relationships, like having friendships uh. and like all of my friendships were based off of like me Close. going out to the club and getting wasted and mm-hmm. dancing with them and like being the person who knows where to find drugs or the person that knows where like the after party is or those kind of things instead of being like, oh, like, are these people really my friends? And you mm-hmm. like kind of just like slowly saw all of these people dip out of your life slowly when you're like not the party girl all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always the fun girl. Like I am the fun girl. But those are what you call not temporary friends, but like circumstantial friends. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're your friends on Friday and Saturday, but they're not your friend on Wednesday. Right? Yeah. I face the same thing as a kid, but like, so now what have you learned from that? Like, what, like, how would you change that? Say, let's say they say you can go outside tomorrow. You can go to the club. What are you going to do differently? Um, I think like I would do it once in a while. Okay. Like, I, I think like not once, not twice, three or four times a week. Like okay. that was, I think, and I look at my bank account now too. I'm just like, oh, like that's, that's where all my money was mm-hmm. going for sure. But it's not just going out. Like, it's like food. Like my biggest one was like food and wine going out, mm-hmm. but like going to the club girl, like there was something about it always that was fantastic. But then um i've been really working on this thing of like nothing good happens after 3 a.m so no matter where you are who you are with unless it's sex nothing good happens after 3 a.m would you agree uh sex is not always good right and then some- <laughs> sometimes, sometimes sex sometimes can the be sex the devil not, but not even not even the sex is not good but sometimes the sex could bring some bad things after it you know like, what I mean? do you think you have a sex demon in what sense? Uh, I don't know. I just thought it sounded cool. Um, a sex demon. Like, do you have like, do you have a high libido that makes you like kind of forget about uh, other things and prioritize sex over? over no, I definitely things? never prioritize sex. I always crave sex. Do I act on it? No. Right. Oftentimes, like I'll open up Grinder with the intent on fucking. Yeah. Um, and then I'll end up jacking off way before the meeting ever happens. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so like I don't really think I have a sex demon. Oh, I think my sex demon that I need to get over is like let's say for example, even if you say you know what, I like you, let's 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 meet up, chill, blah blah. Yeah. blah. Like I I'm very much so I'm very much big on 
you can have sex at any point in dating someone. Like, I don't like to have like a rule on timeline. No. So, like, let's say for example, it's the first date and you fuck. To me, that's not a bad thing, right? Um, as long as like you both understand your intentions. Now, my demon is. If I'm just meeting you and getting to know you and we fuck, nine times out of ten, I know I'm no longer interested. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of a do you think it's like just because you like that's what you wanted out of it? And then it's like you could find something else somewhere else? I don't know. I really don't know. And I think that's why it's my demon. Um, I really don't know. Um, I think it's just more so just like I I I went from start to finish. And at no point was there a foundation laid. Mm. So there's nothing motivating me to have you around still right yeah no i get that i get that i mean i'm not i'm not a super sexual person i think that's probably one of my demons too is that like i was like i always was so upset being like god like one day you're gonna have this sexual awakening where you just want to get pounded every fucking night and you're gonna want to pound and twist with 17 different guys in a room and blah blah i was so excited for this sexual and it's like now I'm almost 30, like I'm and I have not had this sexual awakening. Maybe it will happen one day, but I like have to come to terms with like that's just not part of me in the community. Like Fair I enough, love being yeah. a sex object. Oh. I just don't really like having sex. Like the whole idea of sex, I really love intimacy, but like the whole idea of sex and like with my need to please people constantly, I think that's where sometimes I get myself into trouble where I'm like, wow, I'm just putting myself in this sexual situation or in these in these situations. To like please other and people, shut them up, yeah, yeah, just to shut people up, and like that's like that's such an awful trait to have to like just like constantly please people. Okay, so now, do you think that's do you think that's like the like not the norm per se, but the common the common walk of life for many because sex has become such a a, a norm amongst our community, amongst yeah. all communities nowadays. Um, so like, do you feel like you're almost obligated to have sex when you're chilling or hanging with someone oh i think i think sometimes people think so like i remember i was just hanging out with a couple of friends a couple of weeks ago and like all of a sudden you could just kind of see the like the like hands yeah, hands going yeah, on the yeah, knees yeah, and the like, yeah. people are like touching and pushing and i was like oh fuck like these fucking faggots think that we're having sex yeah. and i was like and then i just had to be like i'm not like that was the first time that i was like okay i'm very not interested in either of these like i like both of them okay and like maybe you would have sex with them one day but like i was like high and drunk and just i was not like today it was like not today yeah. like there was no way and then so then i just kept being like <laughs> instead of saying like what normal people what you should do is say like hi thank you so much for the off but then if, if they're not offering it Oh, then, <laughs> then and then or they say something like you think that we were trying to have sex which with they you? probably will say yeah, yeah right and that's what they will say but so then you have to deal with that shit but then the biggest one is that i was just like okay just let you know like i'm not a sexual person i'm pretty much asexual please do not touch me because <laughs> i get nervous it's so I mean, unfortunate i feel like as gay men nowadays we have to even if you're not looking for sex when you're hanging out with someone yeah you almost still have to be ready for sex yeah so, it's like do i have to douche to go hang out with my friends you do you do <laughs> We can literally be going to have fucking like nacho chips and watch a movie on a serious note, not even a Netflix and chill. Yeah. Amazon Prime and fucking talk, right? Did you douche before I came here? Well, I should (laughs) have. I I, I fucked up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, J Ho's not here today. I fucked up. All these, but yeah, I think that's what it is, right? Like, even um, another situation that I went through within the past couple months. um, Since I moved, there was one guy who, like, we were talking um, on Instagram. He lived in Ottawa, but he recently relocated during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew he was interested in me. He's pretty cute, but I, like, I don't like to have these expectations prior to meeting you because I know like Instagram is one thing, real life yeah. is another. So I always try to have that that gray line there just in case. So we had met, really cute guy. 
Now, I don't know if it was just his hygiene or if he just didn't brush his teeth before oh, he came no. to my house, <laughs> but there was it, like his breath stunk yeah. to the point where it was like a huge turnoff where like I did everything in my power not to kiss him. Right. Right. And it was like, and I knew that's what he wanted. He kept itching closer to me, stuff like that. So then finally, as the night ended, nothing happened, of course. Um, we stopped talking. And then like, but the thing is, I can see him being a really good friend of mine. Yeah. So recently I had hit him up. It's like, hey, how are you doing? Because he lives down the street. Right. Like, we can hang out, right? Um, then he goes, you should come over one day. We can like watch movies and cuddle. And I was like, well, we can watch movies, but I don't know what to cuddle, right? right? And immediately the conversation just got awkward. And I'm like, why do we have to fucking cuddle? Why can't we just hang out as fucking friends? Right. right? And that's like the toxic thing of this and of this like of this group of like queer people in a certain way is that like I think we've kind of been taught that things have to be hypersexualized right. all the time. And then like even yesterday, I was on Instagram and this guy saw a show that I worked on and was like, I think you're really cool. Uh, I think like your art is inspiring, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That's so nice to say. Thank you. And then he goes and says like, can I tell you a secret? And I was like, yeah, sure, I guess. Like, I mean, I'm not your friend. And also doesn't have an Instagram photo. So I don't even know what this person looks like. Oh God. And they're like, I think you're really hot. And I said, oh, well, okay, thank you so much for the compliment. And they're like, can you send me photos of your body? And I was like, so you don't think my art, actually you don't think my art's interesting. <laughs> fuck your art. Like you're, you're trying to fuck me. And then he's like, oh, is it okay if I send you photos of my body? You and I was like, no. Art. I was like, no, you don't send me shit. I don't know you, I don't owe you anything. I did a play and now you're like, can we fuck? Like, come on. It's just too much. It's it's too much. Too much. Um, one of my demons that I'm noticing is um, I I quit. Oh. I quit like the moment things like and I used to be a fighter to the point where like I'll fight through every single struggle I have right but when it comes to social relationships the moment you piss me off like poof I'm gone do you, know what I mean? do you think that's what happened for the month of the podcast in what sense that we like stopped like we were busy we were all busy and we yeah. couldn't find time but then we like kind of took like two weeks where we didn't even talk at all. No, um, I don't think I quit were you trying to moment. cut me off no not at all okay. I it did it did quite it did go past my mind like are we all still interested in this right. because it, it can always it can change at any point in time absolutely right? so like i out of respect for everyone i was like let me let me throw it out there do you know what i mean yeah. because like i don't want anyone to be like you know what i'm done with this and not feel comfortable to say i'm done with this right. do you know what i mean because at the same time like in order for this to vibe right we also have to be on the same page yeah so i, I threw it out there why not yeah right. look at you being so straightforward such a virgo plus it's like if if someone's not involved or doesn't want to be involved and the podcast goes to shit then I have a spare room I can do so much with. Yeah, like this could be a sex dungeon. <laughs> it could be a sex dungeon. Yeah. Or as you can see, a mini workout room. So That's, like that looks like that, no offense. It looks like the cheapest treadmill I've ever seen. You better in my life. fuck off. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um in that, with your quitting, I completely agree with you. I am I'm very much the same way. I uh recently just broke up with my best friend. Um and uh a beer? Yeah. Why? Can we know? Um I got called a liar. I don't believe that I was lying. Um, I feel like friends, I yeah. feel like there's a lot of control in our relationship. Like, yeah, and the thing is, I still love him to death. Yeah, it's just like I feel like there was like a lot of control issues between the two of us, and and that he thought I was trying to control things, and I thought he was trying to control things. And I think like because we spent every fucking day of the pandemic together, I just think we became like boyfriends that weren't having sex, mm. and it just like was too toxic for us to like. I was like, I'm leaving somewhere to go have sex with somebody and he would be unhappy or like all of these kind of things. So we just like kind of like now I've taken like a full month break mm -hmm. um, and we'll see what happens. But then we're both so fucking <laughs> we're so fucking strong headed that none of us, neither of us want to text each other first. 
Ah. Right. And it's like stupid shit of like, it's just like, and that's the toxic thing about it. Right. It's like, you can't just be like, Oh, I want to be friends with you again. It's like the toxic thing of, Oh, the person who says I want to be friends again was probably the person that was wrong. And like, why do you need to win in a relationship? That's so toxic. Interesting. That's gross. I don't need to win. I think I do need to win. Um, that's why, that's why I haven't texted him yet, but also I've been fucking busy. So I think that's, that, that is like a demon that people can face as well. The, the need to always be right or the need to win. Yeah. I used to have that demon growing up as like, not even a kid, but like in my early twenties. Yeah. Right. Whereas now I'm more so just like, I don't have the need to win. I have the need to be understood. Yeah. So regardless of if you, if you agree with what I'm saying or the fight that we're going through, if you don't agree with my point, at least understand where I'm coming from yeah. to the point where if we say, you know what, agree to disagree or understand that we're not going to see eye to eye, that you truly understand that my point and you're you're accepting that and you understand that I'm, I may not agree or I may disagree yeah. and it'd be fine. But like, I hate when people say like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's changed for you since we've even started the podcast too. Possibly. Yeah. Which is great. Possibly. Do you know what? We are growers and showers here. I'm a plant. You're a fucking plant. I'm, I'm a fucking plant. <laughs> you, uh, do you know what really drives me nuts? People who uh, get a new leaf on their plant and then like post it on Instagram. Oh my like, God. Oh my God. New leaf, new leaf on my plant. I'm like, so you're, so every, like your plants at least are growing because you're still a useless piece of shit. Yeah. So hashtag plant dad. <laughs> every time somebody's like mm, new leaf. I'm like, yes, plants grow new fucking leaves. That's going to be me in three months. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> if I see on your Instagram, all I have is like Jamal's like mm, me. I got, uh, look at my new plant, new leaf. But it's actually the boy that I'm in love with that lives in New York. He, uh, he is a plant dad now. And he has like 12, he has like 12,000 followers on Instagram because he's hot black and has a really good voice and now has a really cute dog and i just want him to marry me and now he has a plant so that's gonna be another five thousand so followers. many plants yes no his is his his thing is called black boy black boy plant joy no way yeah <laughs> that's and that's cute. how we got twelve thousand followers with some black boy plant joy which i love mm. okay so any more any, demons any more demons uh one of mine is that i can't let go of people okay in what sense like I'm still talking about black boy plant joy. It's been fucking two and a half years since the last time I Let, saw let's him. Let's dig deeper though. So like, can you let go of like an ex? So all of my exes except Vlad are all people that I still have contact with. Okay. Um, In a positive way or a negative way? Almost all positive. Yeah. Okay. Um, because like, I actually think they're really important people, but I also think that if, if I broke up that friendship or like decided not to be friends with them anymore or they stopped liking me, and they would just talk shit about me all the time. And I intentionally need people to hate me or intentionally make them like me. So let's say, for example, they did hate you and they talked shit about you. Could you then sever the ties or no? I would make sure that they wouldn't talk shit about me. Like, that's my goal. That's my goal of like any, it's like, it's so like it's maintenance. Be, it's maintenance. Your, management. Your need to be either loved or hated. Yeah. But you can't be just non-existent in someone's no, life. I hate it. Okay. I hate it. I can't stand it. I think about it all the time. There was this guy at the bar one time that he was like rich. P half POC, like mixed race kind of guy. Yeah. And he's so, his parents are so rich. And I was just like, he was like ignoring me at the bar and I got drunk and I was like, why are you ignoring me? And he's like, I don't know you. And I was like, <laughs> yes, you do. And like, I was like, yes, you do. We met at this one thing and then this other thing, you know who the fuck I am. We have similar friends. And he was like, I don't know you. And that was like, that was one of those moments that I like rage quit. I was like, fuck you. Like, this is destructive. Like, you're killing me on the inside. Um, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't fucking handle it. I need people to acknowledge my existence. I need constant validation. I need you to tell me I'm pretty always. That's hmm. why I love my Instagram. It's like just like people tell me I'm pretty and funny. Also, I really like being told I'm funny. Interesting. Because I'm fucking hilarious. 
I think I'm hilarious too, but I'm really not. Uh, you are fu- you're funny in your own in your own way. You know what I, no, I I wish I had like that that kind of wit where it's like you say something and all of a sudden my brain registers it to like a movie that came out in like the 1500s. Yeah, and I can throw a quote. That's the kind of humor that uh, I want. Sorry, can I just can I? This is how bad that is. Yeah. Like a movie from the 1500s. Yeah. Was there movies in 1500? No. Uh, so there's my humor. There's no Fucking hilarious. Movie in the 1500s. But like, I, 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 I wish I had that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? When people just like have these references and stuff like that, and that quick wit, yeah. right? I don't have that. Um, do you find like you, you feel more comfortable with having like, a, do you feel like you have a quicker wit when you're drinking or doing drugs? Like smoking weed or anything like that? No. No? I, I personally just don't think I'm naturally funny, right? right? Like I have to go out of my way to try to crack a joke. Or my sense of humor comes across in the sense of like sarcasm. Right. Do you know what I mean? But it's not like within like jokes. Like I can't crack a joke, period. Right. Like, n- at all. You can't right? tell me one joke? No. Right like, now? I, no. Like, right now? Tell me a joke. I, I, I wish I could. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, like, why did the dog cross the street? And then I don't have a response. That's not, that's not even a, that's exactly. is it why, why did she cross the road? <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> my favorite new joke that I, <laughs> my favorite new joke that I heard uh, recently is uh, how does a non-binary, uh, how does a non-binary ninja cut, or uh, how does a non-binary uh, ninja kill, kill their enemies? With nail polish. They slash them. Get it? Because like he's they them pronouns as non-binary. Like slash. Yeah, and then there's a slash. Oh my lord. They <laughs> slash them. Oh my god, I get it. Slash like with a katana. Also, have you plus the they slash yeah, them? Yeah, I'm slashing them. But it's the they and the them to me. That's funny. Okay, never mind. Fine. Oh my Fuck god. So also, I told you I'm not funny. Yeah, yeah. You don't even get humor. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, did you watch a new Mortal Kombat movie? By the way. Oh my god, yes. Is it the one of the best movies you've seen in a really long time? I think it's amazing. But what's weird is that like, so many people online didn't think it was good. And I think what the problem is is that people are expecting like this this action packed like gory movie, right? Whereas yeah. the, the the goal with the Mortal Kombat movie was to fucking build up. Uh, a series of movies so like yeah. you have to have like the, the context laid out right and that's what this movie was so like you know so much more is coming after this right oh my god you can't so just good. fucking give it all in the first movie right i, I can understand if it was like the, the only movie that was going to come out then yeah give it all but they're, they're they're building a series to it i thought it was amazing i thought it was unreal and i thought it was like so connected to the video game mm-hmm. and so much fun and the mm-hmm. whole time like like get over here. I was like, yes, it happened. Like I was like, I was oh, yeah, like a I little girl. Right? I was just a little girl the entire movie just seeing some of the moves or like when the one guy's just like kicking and then like d- doing the roundhouse kick on the ground oh, and yeah. the guy falls over and then he stands back up. He's like, oh, just doing the same move over and over again. I was like, this is so legendary. Like it was yeah. like, because it's meant to be campy in a weird way. Yeah. Like it was meant yeah. to be campy. I thought it was amazing. Um, I loved it. I used to smoke so much weed when I, when I played Mortal Kombat. Like that was my thing. Like I would smoke so much weed, play Mortal Kombat. Um, and then that became a problematic thing, smoking weed all the oh, time. Okay. okay, that was a demon that I broke though, because now now weed just makes me anxious. Oh, for me it makes me sleep, so I always smoke weed. But do you smoke weed every night before bed? Yeah. Do you think that's a problem? No, I can still go to bed without weed. Can you? I can. can I don't I, like. I'm not like. I'm not like an avid pot smoker. Yeah. Um, but I like to because it puts me to bed, right? Yeah. Like, whereas I would fucking lay in bed for a bit, whereas that will make me pass out. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. Yeah, I try. I tried to smoke weed again, and I got this like really high CBD weed, and it's still. I still can't do it. I still like sit in my room, and I'm like filled with anxiety. Like somebody, please kill me. Like I can't handle it. Hmm. Um, I just um another one of my demons that I'm realizing now is that like straight people make me very uncomfortable. 
<laughs> I kid you not. I almost just spit water everywhere. Make me very uncomfortable. Like, just- <laughs> like to the point where like I, I'm I go to work and when I'm surrounded by like like five like alpha males that are like obviously straight talking about some straight shit. Yeah, I pussy. just like I want to exit. Not that even not even pussy. pussy. Just like dude, how was that fucking baseball game yesterday? Like, <laughs> like my truck. Yeah, like no one cares about your fucking clubs. Like I don't care if your clubs were 50 bucks versus $100. Like I just don't relate, right? Yeah. Um, To the point where like the other day I was so tempted. Like, So I had the Black Lives Matter bracelet. Yeah. I was like, I need to get a pride bracelet and just say, fuck it. Just go like total just gay at work, right? Yeah, do it. I'm getting to the point where I am because I'm like, I'm so annoyed with these fucking straight men. And I'm like, I, I, I hate Good days for me are when I don't, when I'm not surrounded by those alpha male straight guys at work. Right. I don't have to deal with that fucking toxic masculinity, right? Um, bad days for me at work is when I am surrounded by that. So, like, for example, yesterday, the day started off with, like, a mixed group of individuals, right? Some that were just girls, some that were guys, some that just didn't talk about sports all day and pussy all yeah. day. And then by the end of the day, it was, like, that group of guys that just talk about pussy, sports, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And it was, like, cool, like, mm-hmm, I'm sitting here, like... I can blend in, but yeah. at no point am I saying anything. I'm like, this is boring. And my day now just becomes long, all that kind of shit. And then I notice that I retreat. Right. And I retreat because I don't want to say the wrong thing or I just don't fit in, stuff like that. And it's, it's making me uncomfortable in my own setting and with myself to a point where I'm like, okay, this is a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm starting to question who I am around straight guys. And it's like, oh, am I, am I DL? No, I'm not, right? But I'm just not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not fucking comfortable around you fuckers. So I think the only way for me to actually express myself and to become more comfortable with myself and at work is just to be like, fuck y'all, look at me. I have a fucking rainbow on my wrist. Yeah, honestly, I, I feel both ways. Like I feel like when I was younger, I always hung out with like straight dudes. And then like, I have a couple of my straight male friends that I love. But like gay, I, I found like I've <laughs> just scream gay. Um, I've really surrounded myself now with like a lot of gay men. Mm-hmm. And in that, I've had a lot of like, I think there's like a balance almost. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I love hanging out with my little feguitos. And like, we're all having a good time and kikiing and la la lying and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then like, then all of a sudden it's just like, it's almost like high school sometimes. Like they're like, they're all like talking shit. They have their own private group chats. They're like asking questions. like at that point with my one friend was like sending text, like asking my friend's boyfriend to send him text messages that I sent Mm -hmm. to prove me wrong. And I'm like, that's like, to me, that's so high school. Like, I'm like, it's not your, it's not your place to know what I'm saying. And like, the one thing was, is one of the thing that he kept getting on was that like, um, that I said that I was bored when I was hanging out with him. But you always say that you're bored when you're trying to have, when you're going to try to have sex. You always say, oh my gosh, this party's so boring and I'm so horny. Yeah, Yeah. I wish I could do something else. That's just a normal thing. Um, But in that, like, there's a lot of toxicity that, like, then all of a sudden, then you're the person that's talking. Like, I'm on a podcast right now talking about it, right? Right. And, like, and all of this stuff, it just seems like it seems very much like we've all wanted to live our real housewives fantasy life. And gays, like, a lot of gay men have kind of done that. So, like, I've also started hanging out with, like, straight dudes like just especially like i haven't ever hung out really with straight black dudes in my life so i'm like i have a couple of straight black friends now oh my god so could you could you like let's say for example you were in let's say like one of your girls invited you to a party and like you were the only non-binary person there. yeah could you walk in and just be at your best self um i'm i yes ish okay because i feel like my my issue right now that i'm balancing that we've talked about before is like that 
if I'm drunk or like doing drugs or those kind of things, yeah. then I can be myself around. And I can be myself around anybody, right? Okay. But then the second like I'm in an environment where I'm meeting new people, sometimes I do get a bit quiet. But there's, um, I just like sometimes I feel like I feel energy from people that I'm like, oh, I can talk to you, and I would be comfortable, and I won't be, I won't be nervous. Would you be comfortable disclosing that you're non-binary to this whole group of straights? Yeah, absolutely. See, I don't have that. Yeah. I wish I did. I think I think I have to like at, at a certain point, right? Because like. It's it's not that like you know like I use they pronouns primarily but then I use like he and she pronouns as well depending mm. on like the day and the environment and blah, blah blah but like in that I think it's like a almost like a maybe that's another thing that I do a lot is like a teachable moment of like having the conversation of like why I find comfort in in using mm. different pronouns like why I find comfort in being non-binary and not being one of the non-binary people that screams at people for getting their pronouns wrong all the time but even then you don't ha you could just remain silent and that'd yeah. be okay like I know like for example there's this one lady at my workplace pardon me there's one man in my workplace who's in um the union um when i first met him i thought it was a lesbian right right and like for a while i was like miss 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 right yeah and then someone's like no he's trans and i felt like a piece of shit because i'm like mm. i've been calling him miss for like two years yeah and at no point did he correct me so i'm like he decides to stay silent right so i'm like is it a bad thing to sit here and just retreat for yeah, lack of a better I don't word, think so I think like I think like it's based in safety, right? Like the way you look, you're like a, almost six. You're like a five foot ten person, eleven. <laughs> if I have my shoes on, <laughs> uh, like black person that like that is like has arms and it could be could be like a person that would be uh, in the normal sights of like what we were used to seeing. Mm -hmm. Your type of a person that looks like you probably isn't super comfortable with trans people, especially somebody who works in your place and environment, right? Oh, that's what you're saying. So like, why would they disclose something that could? bring them harm right, right i'm okay. like i'm in a space where like i the one privilege that i have in that is that i'm like i may be not that thick like i'm not super strong mm -hmm. but i'm squirrely i grew up in a trailer park i know how to fight like i'm not really afraid i'm not really not that i want to fight fighting is bad everyone do not fight um mm -hmm. but if i have to be in that situation like i don't feel vulnerable like i don't feel afraid mm -hmm. um and like maybe if it was like 12 straight dudes that all were like talking anti-semitic things and like racial things and they were like they were all skinheads i probably wouldn't disclose that that's fair <laughs> but usually the people that i'm around are, are people that are around my friends that are like not problematic but sometimes their fucking their fucking boyfriend can be fucking annoying yeah agreed fuck people's boyfriends also people put your boyfriends in their fucking place when they're put awful. them on a leash put them on a leash like sometimes they're fucking awful um i think maybe the last one that i would really want to talk about is um is um drugs and alcohol okay and the demons that they kind of have in in people's lives especially during now so like um i don't remember the actual like statistic but like i i keep seeing on the news that like the the rate of abusers when it comes to drug and alcohol has like significantly like sort of doubled or tripled within the pandemic rightfully so there's nothing much you can do i remember when the pandemic first started and everyone was like yippee i get to stay home right especially if you have like roommates and shit yeah the first thing everyone did was went to the liquor store and stocked up on like wine yeah. liquor because every day was a fucking party grocery carts yeah, yeah like every day was a fucking parties and then now those people have gotten to the habit where every day is still a fucking party and many of them don't even realize that now it's a it's a budding addiction right yeah um and i think that's very common especially even fuck the pandemic i think that's very common within our community it's like we're, we're taught not even taught like as you grow up drugs and alcohol becomes like that courage item you know what i mean courage juice or courage Absolutely. pill so to the point where once we're adults it's like we're still fucking 
drugging up for anything. Do you know what yeah. I mean? For every single reason, every single opportunity that's possible. Um, how, yeah. Anyway, what, what are your yeah, thoughts? But that, and that's the thing. This is so easy, right? It's so simple because we're at a point now that if you have, if you have money and means, not even like if you just have the means to be able to do it, like you see in our community right now, like uh, HIV used to be the killer of, of gay people and now it's meth. Right. Like the amount of people yeah. that have a problem that, that are using meth and, and in a way that is unhealthy, because the one thing with meth is you can do it for two years casually without having any mm -hmm. significant, huge uh, ramifications on your body. Mm -hmm. Like it will on your body. There's ramifications on your body for sure, but not noticeable to other people. Right. Um, so like these people in these high level places are doing these kind of things. I like one time went to go sleep with a doctor who was like, can I smoke some tea first? And I was like what you're mm -hmm. a doc you're a surgeon mm -hmm. like you're a surgeon doesn't matter what like what, what what walk of life you come from or how or how established you are oftentimes even the most established people are taking bumps at work right yeah and everybody that i know that's like that's like a drug user that is like at my level of using drugs they're like all of them have tried tea once or twice or do it occasionally so i've i've, I've said why i think it's so prevalent in, in our community why do you think it's so prevalent it's a sex drug not not just tea, but drugs in general. Oh, I think because I, <laughs> um, I would say like two reasons. One, a lot of us like came out like later, like, like in life and those kind of things. So it's like when I was younger, smoking weed and doing all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I just feel like when you're like 25 to 30 and, and 35, you're still as a queer person, you're still finding yourself. There's not really okay. like there's not really a, a, um, a blueprint of how to do it right. Um, and like, we've just kind of been in a system now that we have like elders, like we have queer elders that are, um, that have lived a normal life without maybe drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. and those kind of things. But we don't have a lot of those role models. Right. Um, and our lives are like just completely controlled by pop culture and all like for most, for the most part is like pop culture and all of these kind of things. So then all of a sudden you just want to party and like, that makes you look cool. That's where the good sex is. That's where the hot guys are. That's where, that's where like you feel accepted. Um, and then that's when it kind of becomes a problem because you lose yourself in like the, the easy ability of just being able to be like, well, I was fucked up. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. So now let's say, for example, if you right, when, when did you start partying? When, when would you say was your peak of partying? Um, last year, the year before. Fuck. Okay. never mind. But I like, like I partied a lot when I was young, like when I was like in my like early, early twenties. Okay. So if you could, if you could talk to your, yourself in your early twenties, trying to trying to get them out of that that stage of life what what would you say so basically what i'm asking you is how what advice would you give to someone that's currently fighting those demons whether or not they know they exist yeah etc yeah yeah i think it's like the ones that i'm even working through still at today is like yeah. making sure that like if you do if you do have an interest in sex when you're drugged up or fucked up or drinking and you don't have any interest in sex or you are really self-conscious in sex sober mm -hmm. then you really have to like find why that is like you have to like question these things like why when you meet people and go out like the only way you feel like social or that ability is you have to question like mm -hmm. i think sometimes we forgot that it like for me i think i forgot for a long time that it's a choice to to drink mm -hmm. and like do drugs when i go out that i just thought it was like kind of like the thing that i have mm -hmm. to do um, and that if it's around, it, I have to do it. But like, we were born with willpower. So like, try to try to see if you can use it. And if you can't, because that's where I find myself sometimes is like when I can't be around that situation, then I probably have a little bit of a problem. Right. And that means that like, if I can't even be around other people drinking without like fixating over their fucking beer, their little PBR mm -hmm. that they're holding, then I probably need to like really look in the mirror of like, what does that mean in my drinking thing? Like, I just like, if I start drinking, like I will, my whole thing is like, I'm an excess person. Yes. I so I start drinking. It is like, 
bam, go. I'm yeah. like blackout. Like I like blacked out on Thursday because I like <laughs> finished my show and then started drinking with my roommates. And my yeah. roommates are just casually drinking beer as I'm pounding back a bag <laughs> of wine. Like just like I wake up in the morning being like, what the fuck even? Like, why were we up until three in the morning? Like, meanwhile, they were just tipsy. Yeah. And meanwhile, they're just like, they're like casually sipping a beer. They're like three beers in. I'm like a half a bag of wine in. Yeah. I have the same way. I kind of like I'm a fish. Yeah. Um. If I, I don't know, if I had to give myself or if I had to give anyone advice yeah. on how to tackle their demons, I think the only advice I would give someone is to talk about it, whether that be with yourself or with a friend. Um, I'm still on the fence on whether or not I think therapy works only because for me, it's like if I'm going to go to a therapist, I don't want to just talk about my feelings. Right. Provide me with some like options on how to fix this shit, right? Whereas therapists like to walk you down your own life path yeah. and then have you come up with your own solutions. For me, I'm like, bitch, like I could have done that in the <laughs> mirror, <my> right? <laughs> I could have done that in the mirror. Prescribe me some meds or tell me what the fuck to do, right? Yeah. Like I'm not going to come here just to talk and then you tell me, well, what do you think? No, like tell me what the fuck to do, right? So I think talking to yourself or talking to your friends is the first step. Um, the second step is figuring out what's going to really make you ready for change because i don't think you can actually change something if you aren't fully there yet right do you know what i mean like you, you can sit here and be like you know what i'm an alcoholic but until you are actually ready to change that it's going to be a lot of stops or starts and stops right yeah. um so that's the only advice i would give make sure that you're truly ready or find out what it's going to take for you to get ready yeah. and then just fucking talk as much as you can just so like you're programming your mind to understand that you have a problem and that it needs to change right yeah. until that happens you're just going to be on a fucking a, a, a never-ending loop spiral well, it sucks, right it sucks when you start seeing that like like last year my biggest issue was that like i would have commitments that i would that i would uh be too fucked up the next day like too hungover to give my 100 percent to and i know when i'm hungover and rehearsing or doing any of that kind of stuff like i cannot give the 100 percent that i should that i should be giving to the project mm -hmm. so in that like am i am i fucking up my my career in ways of like for myself being like a good artist and doing all these kind of things just to like have a little bit of a party the night before when now my work and everything else that i'm doing gets in harm's way like it's it's all fucked up um, and and in that it's like any of those kind of like we're navigating all this time of like impulse and like excess there's so many things in this world right now that can just like that we crave like i will just like sit and like fucking binge real housewives mm -hmm. and it's just like i'm just wasting my time instead of working mm -hmm. it's just like oh like i need a break i need a break but am i actually giving my brain a break by watching real housewives like am i giving myself a break when i'm drinking or doing drugs like is that actually giving myself a break or is that just me being lazy or not doing anything. Like, I don't fucking work out. Right. I don't fucking, I don't fucking take photos. I don't, I'm not building new fucking hobbies. Right. Like I'm not doing any of that kind of stuff. And not saying that there's a positive or negative about these things, but there's an extreme of like saying that these things are like probably not great for your brain, not great for, and drinking alcohol and drugs are definitely not good for your brain and not doing anything to nurture that. That's not just work. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, I've never been on the other side of that. So I just need to read more fucking books and eat better food and maybe go for a walk once in a while. And then all my demons will be gone and we've solved the entire world problems. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully one day our community can get to the point where we're not so surrounded by demons. Right? Yeah. Um, I feel like, I feel like demons are kind of like that, a, a little ugly cloud that kind of is cast upon people of the LGBTQ community. 
and sad. You know what I mean? I think it's just because of the, the walks of life that we all had to go through. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would also say that I think that holding your demons and knowing that they're there instead of being afraid of them, like being able to look them square in the eye and ask them why they're there and what's the need for them. Oh, like, for sure. I think that's the most important thing, right? I think what I think what happens a lot in the queer community is people pretend that they, they don't fucking have them. But, that like they, they don't have a sex addiction or they don't oh, have a masturbating right. addiction or they're just drinking for fun or like they like don't have a porn addiction yep. and like they like they they don't have a spending problem. Like, you know, like all of these things, like we do have we do have these things. We're making these choices every day to do all these things. Mm -hmm. But like if you're not looking them straight in the face and asking why, like is there is there like a growth? Is there a change? Like what are like what are you doing? Are you just staying in the mundanity of what our fucking mm -hmm. like straight friends are doing in their little suburb place where they just sit in their house and be sad all the time in their yep. average fucking marriage. It's the exact same thing. Stuck in limbo. Yeah. It's um, the exact same thing. What I will say is that once, once people of our community actually acknowledge their demons yeah. and uh, overcome them, if you, if, if you've noticed people that in our community that have like gone through life experiences and stuff like that, and they're older, People of the LGBTQ community that can speak upon their past that have went through shit are some of the most wise people you've ever oh, met in your yeah. life because they've been through so much. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a difference between talking to your grandmother who's like, back in the day, I had to walk to the grocery store <laughs> like, in flip flops in the fucking rain and snow versus like, a, like a queer male who's like, no, like I went through fucking the HIV pandemic stuff like that, and this is why you need to like walk with your he head held high, things yeah. like that, right? I feel like some of like the, the elderly queers that I've come up like met are some of the most wisest people ever, and like, some of the best mentors ever. So I feel like once you can actually overcome your demons, I feel like there's so there's such a, a long road ahead of us. Do you know, what we I mean? need to bring a queer elder onto this podcast. Ooh, ooh, um, I think that would be exciting. An elder. Yeah, I always call people that are like, like you know, like they've been thirty five. Like, <laughs> they're like they're like 31, 32. thirty one. You're an elder. <laughs> You're an elder. You've um, done it all, sir. So, <laughs> so I guess what we can say is face those inner demons, and if you want, message us about them, and we will and we'll try to. We're not therapists. We don't, but we will. We'll talk to you and give you a hug. Maybe I'll send you a nude um, if that's what you need to get you through mm. the day um oh and then if um if you do have an iphone and you are on clubhouse we may start something on clubhouse like a little group and stuff where we just have like candid conversations yeah like lead group discussions on like open shit open topics right no guarantees yet um just a thought um if we if it doesn't happen then fuck us <laughs> <laughs> this has been another week of barbara queer thanks so much queer we lost that name oh shit i said it at the beginning too didn't oh, i oh boo uh, we can fix it. We'll fix it. No, it's okay. Okay, this is another week past. of queer. We are our past. Hey, yeah, you can never forget <laughs> your past. We are queer. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us, and we'll see you soon. Hopefully next week if J-Ho gets his shit together yeah. and comes back to fucking Ontario. XOXO. Later. Toodles. Toodles.